This is 20 Questions with a Designer. And today we've got Amber Dunford here on Design Lake City. Thank you so much. Thank you. Amber is an interior stylist, an art director at Overstock right now. She's also an educator. And um, she's worked at, well, currently Overstock and City Home Collective and Nordstrom's over the years. She's got um, a really rich history in design and styling. And it's so awesome to have you on. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. So um, you've listened to the format, uh, right? Yes. Okay, so you know what to expect with the 20 questions. Yeah. And um, I need to like remind people at the beginning that they have one pass, because like, sometimes I forget and I tell them at the end, oh, you could have passed. <laughs> okay. It's one out of 20. Um, yeah, let's just, let's just get into it. Okay, cool. So the first set of questions are rapid fire. Mm-hmm. And let's go randomly. Okay. Question number one. What needs a redesign? Oh, that's a good one. I think hospitals probably mm. need a redesign. Okay. Um, there's so much data on um, biophilic design, especially mm. in hospitals specifically, and how nature is such a big healer, and hospitals kind of fail to include nature that's in their design. True. And we need less pain meds. We heal quicker. Mm. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good evidence that says hospitals need a, a good redesign. That's cool. Yeah, the, the, the institution as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Um, number two, do you have a favorite designer? Um, favorite designer. I mean, she's kind of mainstream, but I really like what Leanne Ford does. Um, I think she has a show on HGTV, but she, Mm. she just has a really good, like balance of kind of gritty design paired with like approachable, but she plays with scale a lot and like old and new and yeah, I just like everything she does. Remind us her name once more. Leanne Ford. Leanne Ford. Mm -hmm. Okay. Definitely check that out. Um, all right, so what what makes you tick? I know that's like a big question, but um, Ooh, um, and, and it can be in or outside of design. But yeah, what makes you tick? I mean, a little. It is a little. I use it in design, but humor probably. Mm. Like if I can laugh at myself or laugh with other people, or mm. just like really being around people that get me or are silly or funny and creative. I think humor is also a form of intelligence, and so I think you have good conversation with people that are humorous. Definitely. So um, in your in your job right now, do you have um, like a part in hiring people, and do you kind yeah. of like look for that? Yeah, I think that's a big um, part of bringing someone onto the team is how do I feel like they can jive with mm. the team, and, and are they lighthearted? Or are they going to take everything too serious? So yeah, I think that's a big one. That's awesome. That's like such a good reminder for like all of us to like, Going to work tomorrow, like, be, be light. You know? I know, it's fun. not a big deal. <laughs> okay, so question four is always the same question. It's okay. the origin story question. Mm-hmm. And we just want to know about, like, your background and how you got your start in design and what got you into okay. design. Um, let's see. So I started, actually, I got a bachelor's degree in psychology and then wasn't sure what I wanted to do with that. And so I went back to school for interior design. Mm. And while I was there, I started seeing a lot of crossover in psychology and design. Mm. And so I wondered if anyone was actually doing that. And I found a few people who were, and I reached out to them, and they said, you know, if you really want to do this as a career, like in design psychology specifically, you probably need to get higher education in one direction or another. And so um, at the time the community college where I was going didn't have a, a higher education in design. And so I, I went and got my master's degree in psychology. Mm. 
And then from there, I was a therapist for a couple of years oh, wow. and really missed design. Therapy was kind of hard on my heart. Yeah, so you did kind of yeah. give up design for, for a moment. Too. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from and then I went back to kind of my roots, which was um, visual merchandising. So I did that for Nordstrom for a while and oh, cool. ended up being an environmental designer for mm-hmm. them and designed their window displays and all their big events oh, for the cool. company. And then moved back home. And did um, home staging for City Home for a while. Oh, right. Okay. And now landed where I'm at um, now. And I've also been teaching a design psychology course for about nine years to interior designers and architects at the community college. That's super cool. Just teaches people how to, like, infuse psychology principles into their design. I mean... can, can you tell us about that a little bit? Like, yeah. I don't know if we'll have another question that comes back to that. So yeah, that's really so interesting. it's really operates from the premise of like you attach to a human in these really formative years, like zero to five. But design psychology also believes that you can attach to space in that same um, time frame. Mm. And so that sort of sets our preferences for how we um, either attach to space or what we like and dislike. So it's mm. not just arbitrary. It's sort of this baked in thing um, telling you like, oh, you, I gravitate towards this because I had a positive experience with it or hmm. and then even like broader it really incorporates like the five senses into design so it's not just what's pretty it's what activates the five senses and and our well-being in a space and how our mental health works into design hmm. that's so cool I haven't heard like that um I guess approach or like that philosophy about like it kind of makes me think of like conditioning yeah. like you're conditioned to a space and mm-hmm. like the example that it made me think of was um, if I'm doing laundry in the laundry room and I'm like listening to a podcast mm-hmm. then if I go back to the laundry room it makes me think of that podcast immediately yeah, exactly right and so you attach these emotions yeah. or these memories to like spaces it, yeah right? you're 100 percent right we even study better if we're in the same environment in which we studied or, or huh. scent is a big one for that when when i'm teaching i'll um if i do a review i'll pass out a scent and let my students smell it and then i always pass it around again during the final so oh. they can kind of recall that information better that's really cool so so that kind of like um brings some like legitimacy to like saging a space totally, yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. bl- blessing a space yeah yeah there's all that uh. worked into there's different like healing practices and all that kind of reverence for a space yeah Okay, so your class. Yeah. Like, how can we sign up, or is it? Um, do you, can, yeah, it's an elective, so okay. anyone can take it. Um, so right now, it's architects and interior designers primarily, but anyone could take it. It's community college. Okay. I teach at the Redwood campus, Salt Lake Community College. Awesome. Yeah. What, what's that called when you take a class when you're not enrolled, like outside oh, of? Oh, what the, is that called? Anyway, there is a name for it. Do I that, don't know. That yeah, thing I should know this. Yeah. <laughs> where you sign up. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds really cool. Um, okay, so let's move on. Question five is also a mandatory question. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite design that you've created over the years? Um, yeah, and this one's a favorite because it was hard and not because yeah, it necessarily like reflected my personal aesthetic. But when mm. I was an environmental designer for Nordstrom, I got to design um a pop-in shop or a pop-up shop for Sarah Jessica Parker's shoe launch. She mm. launched a line of shoes. And so I got to work with her directly and her team oh, and cool. fly out to New York. And we we rented this warehouse and redesigned it. She wanted it to look like a dollhouse. And so we redesigned it. It was all pink. And um, she had all these stories about how her mom would put, like, grow grain ribbons in her hair. And so I had these, like, spool boxes made for, or, like, spools of ribbon made for, like, those shoes to sit on. That oh, kind of, nice. like, was a little nod to her mom. And, and, and did she get that? Like, yeah, she, she loved that? it. Yeah, it was really fun. So it was a crazy project. Yeah. Um, so how many hours did you get to spend with Sarah, Jessica? Like, you got to spend some good time That's with her. 
many. I mean, in all, it was more phone calls, and then okay. she walked the shop like kind of right before gotcha. it, it launched, and Sarah got to see her then. But yeah, for all that work, it was that part was quick. Yeah, I bet she's probably pretty busy. But yeah, that's that's for, awesome. She's very nice though. Super nice woman. That's a good one. The next set of questions, I think they're rapid fire again. Okay. So what what gets you up in the morning? Gets me up in the morning. Well, right now, as um, kind of an art director and the the lead stylist at Overstock, I, I have a team that I lead there, and they're great. I really, really adore them. I kind of lucked out, and they're just a lot of really great people. And so, mm. um, of, if left to my own devices, I maybe wouldn't <laughs> get up. I'm not a morning person, and yeah. so I think about them, and I think about wanting to show up for them, and the that's things that, really cool. yeah, that we have to get done as a team. So hmm. that's awesome. We haven't heard an answer like that oh, yet, really? and I, I love that, oh, like cool. the camaraderie. Of, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what <clears throat> what advice would you give your younger designer self? Mm, if any? Man, calm down. Huh. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, probably that. Um, like what in what situations when you're trying to design or just in um, general? You know, I think you just feel like you have to be on all the time and, and have all the answers mm. and, and you really don't. It's okay. I would also say like maybe find a mentor. Huh. Um oh, that's good too. I think straight out of school sometimes we feel like we need to just say yes to everything and, and tackle everything and have an answer for everything and sometimes mm. it's okay to just not know something and to defer to someone who's been doing it longer than you oh, and, and seek a good mentor I like that um, so do you have goals right now like in this point in your career like learning goals that um, that you want to develop or skills yeah. that you want to develop yeah I mean I would love to continue educating the masses on design psychology. I think mm. it's super important. Um, and I would love to take on like a full project that maybe really started from that place with that ethos of like, let's let's design a space that, you know, what is the, what do you psychologically need from a space versus just how do you want it to function? Yeah. So I would love to take on a project that really like lets me do that from start to finish. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you, you just have to find, like, the perfect client. Or... Yeah, yeah, and maybe partner with someone, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I think it would be nice to enter that space knowing that it that was how it was conceived. Right, right yeah. And so it would be, like, a pilot project in a way. Yeah, in a sense. I mean, it'd be fun to do it for even a hospital or, uh, or some something along those lines or just a you know residential client that could be a lot of fun so that's cool and we're so here we are we're manifest yeah. we're manifesting yeah, let's right do it. <laughs> okay hospital yeah. psychology yeah um okay so how about like a few like easy kind of non-design related questions like what's your favorite all-time movie oh royal tenenbaums okay love set design great answer yeah um if you could talk to one dead person who would it be and why um, okay, not to make it heavy, but I would talk to my biological dad. I never got to meet him before okay. he passed, and so mm. I have so many questions for him. I would love to just look at him and watch his mannerisms, and yeah. Um, that's really good. I had the same answer, too. We did, we did like a questions at the bar when we did the launch no for this podcast, and my dad passed five years ago, so I had the, the same answer. I was like, I want, I want to talk to him now. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, but this is the place to get heavy, so okay. that's okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so what do you do the f first when you wake up in the morning? What's your like? Okay, routine? well, like I said, I'm not a morning person, mm -hmm. so I immediately just start 
shaving off the minutes that it actually is going to take me to get ready. And I get nice. very unrealistic when I'm sleepy. And so I'm like, oh, I, I could do that in 30 seconds. And, and I I don't need that much time to brush my teeth and comb my hair. And it's it never pans out. So I'm usually just laying there kind of like figuring out the fastest I could do something. So <laughs> Nice. I like that. <laughs> Planning. The next section is the creative process okay. section, where we want to know about your process and your practice, your professional practice in design. So question 12 is the inspiration question. Mm. Where, where do you find inspiration and how and like when do you find inspiration? Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes it's directly from like design sites or blogs or, uh-huh. you know, Pinterest is always a quick resource yeah, um, totally. or actually going to like a museum or something. But sometimes yeah. it's just doing the opposite, like huh. getting outside or having a nice conversation. Mm. I've been inspired just like going to a show even and watching someone like play music just right. kind of inspires you to think differently about your own self. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah, that's funny. You can get into that space if you a, a couple songs in and you're like, I'm loving this. And then you like start thinking about something at work that you're loving. And yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's a couple songs that you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm I at think, a show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the last guy we had on Joe, he was saying like he, he, he shoots for that space. Like if he's creating work, like if he could create that space for people to be inspired and forget what yeah. they're doing, like that's his goal. You yeah. Know? And there's, yeah, there's something nice about that. Um, what do you have some uh, like particular blogs that are like your go tos, or just maybe depends on the project? I'm not gonna remember their name. I wish yeah. I could. Um, I just I just bookmarked one that's this woman. Um, her it's more her color palette. The way she Ooh. uses color is just really muted and soft and beautiful and like mm. shadowy. And um, I can't remember her name. I wish I could. But uh, that's uh, your that's like um, your pinpoint like shopping for like certain things. You're not yeah. like you're not. It's not like an overview of design. You're like looking for color. Yeah. You're looking for details and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of got a Scandinavian vibe to it as well. It's like that really pared down, minimal mm. feel. I like that though. Just the advice of like kind of searching for the details in the blog. You yeah, might, you might yeah. not even care what she's talking right, about. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So, um, do you have some tricks for getting out of a rut? Um, you know, what's that? And I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I swear I've heard that, um, like Einstein, when he would get stuck on a math equation, he would play the violin or something. And sometimes it is just like coming up for air and doing the exact opposite of what you've been like spinning your wheels at forever. Mm. So just walking away. Sometimes I was working on a project the other day and I, you know, took half an hour out to like feed these squirrels that I've been trying to make my best friends for (laughs) last month. so, yeah. So yeah, just somebody stepping away. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite part of the design process? I really love the beginning sort of mood board conceptualizing mm. phase um, where you're gathering info and are gathering like imagery. Mm. I really love that part because I think sometimes you just get a hold of one thing and it spins off and all of a sudden you're down a, a wormhole of like all these ideas about what you could do with something and, and you just get it. And I love that part when you find the right things and you, you kind of know what direction to go. And mm. I, I also also love pitching that to a client or in my case it's oftentimes like the corporate um, people that are kind of making the requests like it's it's fun I like that part like communicating your vision 
And so um, with your mood boards, do you have just like folders and folders of images that you can kind of shuffle through or do you kind of start over new no, every time? No, I definitely have a Rolodex of images yeah. and they're filed under like bathrooms or tile or mm. light or um, just different things that I've been inspired by along the way and I'll dump it into there mm. so I can kind of go flip through that depending on the project. That's cool. And you might you might remember like there's a particular image and you might have to go into yeah. your folders. Yeah, when I was designing window displays too, I would always kind of squirrel away things that um, inspired me that I knew I probably wanted to revisit at some point when the right project came along. That's so, smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The hard the hard part for me is like the organizing of all the images. I know. Because it's like easy to go and find a bunch yes. of stuff, but then how do you like organize it for I later? I know. It can be kind of like mad scientist. It's just everywhere. And, and, yeah. and everybody's going to have their own way of doing that, Exactly, right? yeah. Um, cool. So um, how, okay, this is a little more heady. How do you get critical feedback on your design, like within mm. your team? Mm-hmm. And are, do you guys have like a pretty good critical process and like a good review process like internally? We do, yeah. We try to kind of revisit projects after they're over and talk about how they went and what could have uh, gone better. That's cool, like um, a post, post-mortem. Post-mortem, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. We, and then I also ask for a lot of feedback, um, and I tell my students this too, that I think going back after the fact and saying like, okay, and it's been two months now, how, how is this space functioning? Is, mm. it, is it doing what we said it was going to do, or do we need to tweak something? And, and just now that you're actually using the space, how does it feel? And, mm. and I think asking for feedback is a really nice way I ask my team for feedback all the time it's a nice way to know you know I don't have an ego about it I guess yeah that's huge and then <clears throat> that's like such a good way to keep the cycle going right yeah. and keep it like non-linear yeah um, I, I've been finding like in, in work that every yeah every it seems like everything wants to push linear and like if you want it to cycle back like you have to make that happen it's so true nobody makes time for that yeah yeah. and so you, you you're the designer you're the lead or whatever you have yeah. to kind of like force that like looking back and reassessing yeah you do it's not easy it's not um, okay so one more question in this set um so, and and you kept this question on here, and I like this question. Not many people have stepped up to it. Like, the kind of like some um, advice on the art of design persuasion. Mm. Like, how do you persuade whoever you're trying to convince, like, the value of, of good design or yeah. what you're trying to do? Well, I think that it's interesting because they came to you because you're the expert, right? But then mm. they don't want to get lost in the process. And so I think it's really helpful to... People can't move on from something until they know they've been heard. Hmm. And so I think using those like listening skills and communication skills to let them know like you, this isn't my show. Like I'm listening to you and I'm taking your feedback. Right. And, um, and just, I mean, I use a lot of reflective listening um, just to let someone know that they've been heard. And, mm. and I, yeah. Um, and the reflective part, will will you like will you like shoot notes back at them, kind of? It can thing? be in, a, you know, it can be conversational, or it can oh. be like just literally showing them that you've listened to. Like if they say like, you know, oh, I really want you know light and airy. If you show that on a mood board, and I chose this because I feel like that's really gonna get us that light and airy vibe uh, that you're talking about. So you're using their words back at them, right. and, um, and yeah. you don't even have to say that they said yeah, that, but they're exactly. like, they're like, hmm, that yeah, was my idea. They just feel heard. Yeah, hey, that's cool. It's kind of like what we were talking about earlier before the podcast, like the like Taurus. Tauruses want yeah. to hear that, oh that gosh, it was like yeah. their their idea. Yeah, they have way. to sit with it until it becomes their idea, and then they'll represent it to you. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, that was my idea. Actually. 
So this question we try to ask everybody, and it's just kind of like a simple question about mm-hmm. the favorite tool. Okay. Like if there's like a design tool, like a physical tool or mm-hmm. a digital tool that is kind of like um, maybe a secret weapon for you that you would be willing to share with yeah. the audience. I mean, like I use InDesign almost daily, mm-hmm. and so that's where um, I'll create mood boards in, and and we do a lot of room layouts. I'm in there to like send it out to the team so that oh, cool. they know um, what that looks like. So you'll even draw like in 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 design, like yeah, like, or just um, dragging images gotcha. so that yeah, we're communicating that. I, I like it. I use it at um, Nordstrom as well. So mm. it's it's fairly intuitive once you once you get the whole. Of it. I mean, there's uh-huh. so much more I could do. Um, than I even know. Right. And I oftentimes start with a sketch, actually. I'm pretty scrappy that way. Uh-huh. So I have to see it um, drawn out. And so I'll sketch a room before I actually like design it. And start putting, operating yeah, exactly. with photos yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. So InDesign, yeah, like yeah. being the big, the big tool, collating tool yeah, for you guys. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so the next section is um, about kind of pontification on design and just like getting a little a little deeper and you know thinking about the future, right? Okay. So question, I think we're at eighteen. Okay. Is what do you think designers will be doing in the future? Um, I I hope that they're designing, and I'm not you know just saying this because it's my background, but I I hope they're designing from a place more of like what is a space um, emotionally need or psychologically need for the users, mm. and thinking about it from that term, um, and maybe considering the five senses more. There's mm. there's ways to soundscape a, a space or um, sensecape or you know. Just you can create different moods with lighting, and and I hope that you know people are continuing to approach design a little more thoughtfully from that space, and mm. not just maybe what's trending or mm. or what um, is is going to be good right now, but really getting thoughtful about it. I like that. Um, so, to you, what is true creativity? And that's like a pretty. Mm. Heavy, hard question. Yeah, but that is a good have, one. Yeah, do you have like a take on creativity and what you think is true creativity? I mean, I think creative people are curious. They're just curious about how things work mm. and um, and how something functions or why it works that way. And I think also just looking at something, maybe turning it on its head and looking at it from a different perspective. So maybe it's, well, we've always done it this way, but should we continue? Or is there a better way to look at this? And um, sometimes just emptying out, I mean, at a one of the like rooms that will style, for example, uh, overstock, sometimes it, if it's not going your way, just emptying it out and starting over and rethinking about it from a totally different perspective, hmm. sometimes that is helpful too. Mm, that's cool. Okay, we're at... Question 20. Okay. Like, this has gone super fast, right? Yeah. And really good. Thanks again for <laughs> You're joining welcome. us. It's fun. Um, I love your perspective, like, and the psychology angle is awesome. Thanks. So, l- how about a Salt Lake question? Okay. Because we're here and we're trying to highlight, you know, Salt Lake designers. Yeah. So, is there like a particular design in Salt Lake that you that you love and you want to like call out? I I was just eating brunch at um, Campos Coffee mm-hmm. down oh yeah that's, down Edison um, Street yeah Edison that's yeah. a cool spot and it just feels really good in there I mm. think that a lot of like more like spaces that geared towards more like industrial they can feel a little cold yeah. and barren and like you're 
dining in a slaughterhouse, but I, I feel like this space felt really warm and just their use of like uplighting and and glass and uh. different materials and plants everywhere and the skylight and the materials they've used and the lighting. It just it felt very warm for a very like industrial space. I thought it was great. Yeah, cool. That makes I have to like go back there and look yeah. at all those details now. Yeah. Okay, Campos. Coffee. A coffee, right? I think, I think breakfast I'm that right. or whatever. Yeah, 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 campus. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And everybody else, go check it out yeah, too. Yeah, really good. Um, okay. Well, that's it. We're, we're at 20 that questions. Was fun. That was really easy. And thanks for being brave and yeah. coming on. <laughs> thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Uh, and, and if people want to follow up with you, do you, you're on? Are you on Instagram? I am. Um, AKD underscore designs is okay. my um, Instagram site for all my work. And we'll put that on um, yeah. the website and my, like the podcast notes. Yeah, too. my website's linked there as well. So. Perfect. Okay, awesome. Well, okay. Thanks so much. Yeah, it's been thank a you. pleasure. Thanks.